Thank you. Thank you. Oh my. Oh, all the love. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. It is your buddy and your pal. Ouch. Back again with what you've been playing the video game review show here on the Ouchcast. All of a sudden, I'm acting like I can do this with no net for some reason. Solely because I don't want to write it out. So, another big game going on here. Let's get right into it and talk about what I've been playing. Hit that music, please. Now, the weird thing is, I have never connected with Star Wars too, too much. I know the original three were on like cable or whatever TV was back in the day. I saw them when they were on there. Saw episode one. I don't remember anything about it. Like, I remember playing Lego Star Wars. That's about how much I know about episode one, okay? And then they released those and they have the new ones. I'm completely lost on it. Which is why, same, my, same thing as my rule with anime. I love video games because it condenses everything and gets it all in one easy to get to place. So, today's game, Star Wars Battlefront 2, kinda got kicked through the ringer, if, and that's putting it lightly, when it first came out. So it's been out a couple years, is it worth looking at it? Well, let's take a look. On the visual front, honestly, it's astonishing. Astonish, astounding, astonishing. Many good words. It's how well done it is. I mean, when you connect the visuals and the sound, it's exactly like a Star Wars movie. Now, the view itself in game is a third person shooter over the corner, over your shoulder, which is eh considering you're going into a big online shooter game style. You lose a chunk of your view because your body is taking up the space when you try to aim. It's not the greatest idea to go through. But in terms of the aesthetics and how everything is, it's it's movie accurate, all things considered. The robots look great, the speeders, the characters, which is really easy because all the characters are either clones or identical robots. So you don't have to try too, too hard on that front. But again, it's it looks really good, really impressive. I'm gonna give it a seven. I should probably figure a better way out to do that anyways. Now, talking about sound, again, the background music and sound effects themselves are lifted straight from the movies. Like the blaster sound, the lights, the lights, the light, the, 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 that's how much you know I'm not a Star Trek or Star Trek, Star Wars guy. I don't know what the things are called. It's the, the light sword, the thing, the lightsaber. They're taken straight from the movies. And even the stuff like the peaceful transition songs 
those are right out there. You know, the John Williams score or whatever. I mean, it's amazing they were able to hide the video game messages well enough to keep it act like as if though it was in the Star Wars film. And it's not just no, base A is under attack. Now, the music itself, it's not like you're going to have noticeable bangers or anything like that, but it serves the purpose. And then again, mixing it with the visuals of everything, it even lifts the experience up. So, sounds, I'm going to give an 8. Talking about the gameplay, it's a shooter that comes from EA, so it's going to be more Battlefield style, which to me isn't as good as a Call of Duty or even a Halo. Now you have four types of soldiers. You have your regular trooper, a heavy, a sniper, and a support. In game, you're doing the usual thing, attacking the bad guys, taking bases. You get these points to help you buy even stronger soldiers. You know, Wookiees, bigger robots, jetpack people, that kind of thing. All the way up to even your named characters, like your Jedis, your uh, Lando, your Hans, your people who don't have magical superpowers in their blood. Now, most of the multiplayer modes are more get the base focus, whatever mode you want to, you know that as. Not a whole lot of team deathmatch going on, which is what I just prefer. There are some spaceship battles, but they so rarely come up in the quick play rotation. You almost have no idea they are even there. Now, your maps themselves are huge, so it's a bit more being of a drawn-out style than the very quick paintball-esque version that Call of Duty has. Now, everything is completely playable, but it's not quite what I prefer especially when your named characters are completely overpowered. Like if you pick a Jedi and you walk into basically a whole firing range of lasers, you can just block all of that stuff nonstop and not take a single point of damage. If you can even play as them, because usually you're stuck in one era and you only have the heroes from that era and someone will always get to them first. Again, not the most balanced thing, but it is there. So, playable, not for me. I give it a seven. Now, your longevity, it is a multiplayer-focused game meant to be played practically infinite. There is a bit of a single-player mode, which is its own original character. Plays fine. You know, sometimes you go to it, sometimes you don't. You have your regular multiplayer, which is your two big teams going against each other. That's always fun. They do have co-op missions with four players going against the computer, which actually I really like that idea, where you still get the XP for your classes and your characters, and your only teamwork. Now, I still don't talk to anybody, but it does work a little bit better than having all these level 80 monsters on the other teams destroy me trying to have some fun on a day off. 
Now you also have these single player arcade missions, which are these challenges with multiple stages, characters, difficulties. They're short little bursts, so you can kind of get used to playing as the heroes or whatever. They're okay, but they are very grindy, especially when you have to trying to build up all the levels and stuff. Now to compare, grinding in Call of Duty is just you unlock everything. You can use whatever you want. Here in Battlefront, you have to grind each character class to get all of their unlocks, including the named characters being in their own unlock class if you even get to play as them. Plus, the, a lot of the weapons seem to be locked behind challenges that you have to dig around, like 500 kills as a heavy, stuff like that. Now, yes, again, there is stuff to do. I don't know if I want to get bogged down trying to dig through all of it. So, again, certain modes are fun, still a bit of a grind. I'll give it a six. Overall fun. If you have the mindset, the abilities, and the reaction times for a third-person shooter, there's something here. The competition mindset is really going to work some wonders on your regular maps and modes, doing whatever you can to finish that mission. And there is also, I also give big points for the four fun modes, like the hero only game modes where there's no little soldiers. You just pick one of your heroes and go with them or trying playing as a stormtrooper, trying to survive a night in the forest of Endor, just being surrounded and hunted by Ewoks. It's so funny. There is something here with it. It's got to be your jam, though. Like if you can do shooters, if you're a big fan of Star Wars, even there's something here. I say big props for fun. Give it an eight on that. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ouchcast. Do you want to help a podcaster out? First, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at just ouch capital j-u-s-t capital a-e-w-c-h then leave a five-star review on spotify it's new for them give it a try and if you feel so inclined consider a monthly reoccurring donation just go to anchor.fm slash ouch and click support this podcast choose from three levels and donate what you feel is right you can even leave a voice message for me to hear, and you might even hear it on a future episode. Until next time, this was your buddy and your pal Ouch, saying thanks for listening, and you'll hear from me soon. Bye bye everyone.